It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Go ahead, Brian. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It will only grow stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Sedano and Cap to join Mason in Ireland? Super Crosstalk begins. Super Crosstalk. Presented by Coors Light. Coors Light. Made to chill. It's time for Super Beto with the that actually sounds like Chewbacca from it Star does. Wars. Is it? Am I pronouncing it right, Beto Vuvela? I don't Who's know. Vuvela, no? Vuva. No, is that what that called? Vuvela, Vuvela. The horn, baby, the horn. Okay. Dodgers win. Gutty little Padres suck. All right. So, Cap. The yep. question I was going to ask is, I was shocked. I don't go on Instagram very often, but for some reason I was on it this weekend. You don't have an account. How do you go? I do. Oh, you got I a burner? I never use it. You got no, a burner? No, no, it's under my name. Oh. He does have one. Oh, okay. uh, Yeah, it's under yeah. my name. Don't, ta- uh, don't bother tagging me. He hardly ever Yeah, does. I never check it, but I checked it, and I was stunned, Cap, in this heat wave, this unprecedented heat wave that we've had on the West Coast. Um, there was snow in Mammoth. Did I not see you on skis? That's right. Yeah. In That's right. August? That's right. Is that normal? No, I don't think so. No. They closed for skiing yesterday, and the mountain was jam-packed. Fantastic. With people who were like, hey, it's a novelty. Like, that was me. I, I got up there on Wednesday night uh, or Wednesday afternoon. On Thursday, the first thing I wanted to do was like, wait, it's August, and I can ski. And it's the strangest thing, because when you know a ski resort, when it's blanketed in white snow, and then you see it when it's kind of like half mud, half snow, half greenery... It's an incredible natural thing to be out in. So yeah, but, it's full snow right now. Well, it's I wouldn't the, call it full middle snow. of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So because we had so much rain up there, they had like monsters. Up right, there, right. Right. So the last couple of years they've been going up through June. So now people are going through August. It was fantastic. Yeah. Good for you, Cap. You never know yeah. when you do that again. Our good friend Alicia Delvaya, she's been going up the last every month, every couple of weeks. Her dad up there. Now, Cap, yeah. do, you ski, nice do you ski or snowboard? No, I ski. I'm old school. Oh, yeah. I ski. Now my daughter told me. That if you remember, Johnny I, when me and Bergie, Bergie, you'll remember this, and the big CY, when we all, for some reason, paid off some bet where we went to a Laker game in rompers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I made a hundred bucks off that. My daughter, 16 years old, said, you must wear this romper skiing. And I'm like, no. Just for, just for fun? Just for the goof yeah, of it. Because all, when you, you know? ski in the spring or in the summer, like they've been doing, the thing is you want to wear the most outlandish things. A lot of guys are wearing like throwback NBA jerseys or okay. like hipster style. Right. Yeah. So I wear this romper out on the slopes and all these young dudes, like 16, 17 year old dudes are like, bro, 
Nice fit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah, dog. Oh, like, I'm, I'm, get, I'm looking at it. They're making now. fun of you. Yeah, I, there's I don't, no way a teenager is complimenting an old man. I don't well, know but, that but this what is, difference is, Cap's looking for attention and he got it. It yeah. looks like you're but wearing. But he thought they were complimenting. Wearing my grandma's house coat. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a schmata to be sure, no yeah. doubt about it. But these Bless young you. kids were like, I'm telling you, they start. Beto, I think when they start with they're bro, mocking you, Cap. No, I don't think. I think it's listen. Do you hear? Listen to the tone, <laughs> bro. Mocking. No, that's mockery. Love the fit. <laughs> yeah, and then totally I got on the mockery. I got on the uh, chairlift with these well, young fellas. When do teenagers compliment anything? They're mocking you. Well, did they? Uh, I don't know, you, man. I don't know. You haven't seen Scott Kaplan in a romp. Have you oh. seen it? Have you seen it? I mean, have you I seen know. it, Beto? It's pretty hot. Yeah, he really is wearing. Yeah, it look, you look bro, great. that Cap, looks so you good. Look, Cap, you look great. Don't Thanks, do, don't take any crap from these no, losers. No, it's okay. Because here's the thing: um, when I got on the chairlift <laughs> with these young fellows who told me how cool my fit was, mm-hmm. then they gave me an entire lesson oh, on geez. psychedelic mushroom gummies. Oh yeah, yeah. They have like, those. Yeah, they go, did. So yeah. these 16, 17 year olds are giving you psychedelic mushroom bro. information. Yeah, they're yeah, not mocking gummy. you at all. No, no, these seriously. Loaded. These guys are like, bro, we just got up here, bro, and we're going to start gummy. gummying up. Yeah. And I'm like, they're like, you want a gummy? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. You know, yeah, like, take I don't know gummies from kids. the underage kid. Yeah. No, so and these, then they wanted, they wanted the, to give me gummies that are are a mushroom gummy. Yeah. Now, are you interested in mushrooms? Um, yeah, mushroom gummy. It's, yeah. it's technically it's called probacilla or something like that. It's cybocillin. Cybocillin. I think that's what it is, and it supposedly helps with depression when you microdose it and stuff Jake like that. Jake Plummer's a big guy into that. Isn't Jake oh, really? the Snake, the former quarterback, the, the, the former ASU quarterback. He's bought yeah. acres in uh, in Colorado in the mountains up there, and he's one of the big proponents of oh, like, mushrooms right? really? for medical re- uh, reasons. Now, I watched these, the big um, outside the line story today with Aaron Rodgers talking his spiritual journey. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. He talked all yeah. about it, and it was fun to watch uh, with Jeremy Shap talk seriously about Jeremy the... Shap, ESPN. Don't mock Jeremy. Don't mock Jeremy. Jeremy Shap. Jeremy Shap. Right. Hey, Beto, we were talking earlier. You, I would imagine you've watched more soccer than I have. Although I like watching it. Um, how do you explain how Messi dominates games? He's not big. He's not fast. He, he, he is it fair to call him undersized? Uh yeah, he's like five six ish. But for soccer guys, that's what they are. Like I'm not the biggest soccer fan, but I watch Messi and I watch Ronaldo just to see what he's doing. Right. So you know, what he does, he's he's, ba- he's basically Wayne Gretzky he, or Steph a, Curry, right? And then so he's a phenomenon. Like you could put the wall up and he's still going to get it over you. These guys, these soccer guys, Cappy knows his daughter played soccer. They're different. They think different. They run different. They have different. But the way that Messi he just has that attitude of like, I'm toying with you here. Like, and I, and, and Cap, I hear people say, well, it's the MLS. He's way better than everybody else. But he did this stuff in the World he's Cup. He's been doing this. Right. You right, know, but, I don't think you can throw that at him that he's he's no. he's, he's, he's against bad competition. No, because he just, when he was, he, he basically led his country to the World Cup final yeah, doing this this he's way. He's a god in Argentina. People get tattoos of him. His, anytime he autographs, when he's, you've seen this, when he goes to different countries, people ask for an autograph of their body part and they go and get that tattoo. Like, this guy just next level, man. Just appreciate it. Like, don't try to figure things out. Just appreciate it. Like, were you, uh, was it Labor Day weekend? He's coming here to LA. My friend yeah. has tickets. He can, he showed me what he could resell his tickets for right now. Over a grand for yeah, one no ticket. Way, really? Cause yeah. he has fantastic seats. He said nothing. Like, you could pay back your entire season ticket allotment. It's like, I don't care. I want to see him with my own eyes. He's a big soccer fan. So it's this religious experience for a lot of these soccer fans. I remember I, when I, I had a hard time though trying to figure it out. Like, why are the European players, why are the Brazilian players, the South American players, like, why are they so much better than us? You know, like it's been thirty years since you know that. That's that, how they do, Cap. I know, but 
But when you think to yourself, well, how is is Messi going to come and dominate MLS, or is Messi just going to be like just better than everybody because he's Messi and he's, already, he's got this international reputation? But in the short period of time that he's already playing, I don't know about you guys, because, John, you started with, I don't really watch a lot of soccer. I don't. He's got me wanting to watch a lot more soccer. Me too. That I know. jersey from Miami is on back order. You don't get him for another couple of months. Like the ones that are out right now, those are bootlegs. Like yesterday at my right. daughter's soccer tournament, you saw some Miami jersey. I'm like, that's a bootleg. You're like the guy like, yeah, I know. Where were you? <laughs> were you in Norco? Uh, no, we were over there by Mount Sac yesterday. Gotcha. Oh, I love local. Mount Sac. Yeah. So right. one of the things that I think we, one nice, of the reasons nice why facilities. I think soccer uh, does trail behind here and why we aren't necessarily as good is that there's not a, there's not a cultural tradition of soccer in the United States the way there is in South American countries, yeah. Central American countries. You know, I, it's a I, religious experience. Have yeah. you ever seen the Argentina, like with Boca Juniors and the, the stadium going up and down? But also these kids get sent to academies when they're eight years old. Right. We're telling them to play t-ball. Like they're, or go try hockey or go try other sports. There, there's one sport. In that country, wherever they may be, that's, right? That's it. And by the way, same and, thing with Germans. And in other countries, in other sports, England, like for example, uh, long distance runners, Kenya yeah. and Ethiopia. Long yeah. distance runners come there because there's a cultural tradition for that. They're in their... looking for these kids of how good are you, and then get out. Like in the South Bay, there's so many personal trainers that or private trainers that can get like Trudeau's kids going to a guy who uh, played in the MLS. All right, I'm gonna send my daughter to him too. That's great. But Trudeau's kids are what, seven, eight years old? They already got left behind because the kids in South America already got signed up Real Madrid or Barcelona. When yeah. they're seven and eight? <laughs> yes. No, wow. not when they're seven Shoo, and eight. Shoo, why not? Yes. Seriously. If you're a kid who has any kind of... A seven-year-old? They get signed to these academies where oh, they bring okay. you to the academy yeah. that Real Madrid has or Barcelona has or everybody... Like the Real Madrid and Barcelona, it's not just soccer. It's also basketball. It's also... Yeah, Pau Gasol came to yeah, that. It's, you find them and you send these kids to the academies. Wow. Yeah, mm. they're, they're phenom kids out there. Like you when you were doing radio in Toledo at 15, you know? Exactly. Phenom. Yeah. <laughs> phenom like, right. yeah, put it to put it in our broadcasting terms. It's like the Syracuse kids, right? Like Noah yeah, Eagle, right? right? You know right. him at 12. There he is. And they go to Syracuse. They bring him in. It's the same thing, man. Yeah, same thing. It's all, yeah. You so Syracuse is a broadcaster academy, kind of the same way that in Argentina, Messi went through the academy. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, uh, by the way, let me change it right here. That Little League team right there, John, that just won? El Segundo. El Segundo. El Segundo is going to play in Northern California tomorrow for or Friday for a chance to go to Williamsport. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Love so that. they're in the San Bernardino, the regional. So, and then how many games are there? I, I never. These are the regionals right now. So regionals. There, you have North uh, Regional, the West. So Mason, it's a lot worse than what we used to talk about. Mason used to make the argument that you can't put twelve-year-olds on TV because sure. it'll dry, it'll it'll their heads will explode and and you'll ruin their lives. Mason, they're now moving. And this wasn't this wasn't even in Williamsport. This right. was in San Bernardino. Yeah, this they the didn't regional. do that twenty years ago. They just they, they showed it. Williamsport. Yeah, they've been doing it for a while. But it's these kids are so used to already having exposure, right? Like they already know. Like TV is for kids. My daughter's thirteen. For kids, they don't care about being on TV. They care about TikTok. They care about that. Like with my daughter's soccer team. We went to Knotts a couple weeks ago. I was one of the chaperones. And they saw another TikToker. They made a big, okay. like, huge deal, and they ended up on that. So your daughter's 13. Yeah. How old's your son? Mateo is 18. He okay. leaves for college in two weeks. Good for him. Yep. Um, all right. So I was having this debate with somebody over the weekend. Kids, my son's 21. Cap, you have teenagers, too. I have one left, yeah. Okay. The conversation that's going on at companies all over the world now is, how do you advertise to that age group to your Beto to your 13 year old or cap to your 18 year old mm-hmm. um, because most of them do not watch 
television. Nope. They just don't. Anything that, my son the other day, I walked in, he was, we have like huge big screens in our house. He's watching Spider-Man on his laptop. <laughs> and that's how they, so if you're an advertiser, okay, they say, you know, advertising, they want to get everybody 18 to 35 because that's when you make your branding decisions for the rest of your life. How do you get those eyeballs? Well, there's a reason that we're streaming this on YouTube. Yeah, because there it is listening. right there. YouTube. YouTube, number one social platform yeah, in the world. It. It, without That's a doubt. One. It's right the there. social, it's the phone, it's the currency. Like, you don't need to, John, to have social media because you have a fantastic job with the Lakers, right? That's right. your brand, you're there. If you're a, and I say this when I go speak to college students, like, if you're a young kid and you don't have the YouTube, you don't have your Twitter, you don't have your social media, you don't, you don't need a radio station to get your brand out there. Like, you can just go and do things and build your things out there and go. There's a lot of broadcasters that have a platform where you're like, right. how is that YouTuber have, but then you're like, he has a million followers. But it, it's But crazy. let's say I'm, let's say I'm Coca-Cola or Pepsi mm-hmm. and I want to advertise. Right. In the old days, I would just advertise on CBS, NBC, Fox yep. and ESPN. But none, none of those 18 to 25 year olds are watching that stuff. No. So what do I, how do I get them? That's way above well, my page. Well, no, here's, here. here's one you. thing you do. Uh, Cappy, I'll, I'll jump in before you hear. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to hear what you think. You create, um, for, for each sport and each product, you create some sort of digestible bite that can either fit in a TikTok clip mm-hmm. or in an Instagram tip, uh, yeah. uh, post or whatever that is but that's where your audience really is now by creating these little clips like a lot of people consume baseball highlights well, baseball is the worst because they take down people putting up clips. Do they? Want, they? Yeah. Why? Oh, that's off. That's why baseball sucks. Oh, that's They awful. want everybody to go to that cut for account to follow it. Screw now, that. basketball has done the opposite and said, great. House of Highlights? Cool. Overtime? Cool. There's so many people posting basketball highlights, and that's where you see things. That's where people are going to gain their currency from. That's why the NBA is so followed. My kid doesn't watch, and he's a basketball player. He doesn't watch games. He watches Highlights of what's going on. It's okay, always so. Then, then it comes back to John's question. Nobody's watching is, games, man. Right. So the question is then, how do they advertise? Right, John. That's, yeah. That's, the that's what I'm curious about. So, so here's this is kind of a this is new school advert, and I don't even know how new it is really anymore. Well, Cappy knows. But, he's, he's reinvented himself. That's a good job. Yeah. Well, well, thanks. But it's 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 um, programmatic advertising. Do you know what that means? Mm, no. I could pretend. I don't okay. Know. Well, programmatic advertising is essentially is that if you're YouTube, right? And you know that Beto's son is watching videos of basketball games, but you're Coca-Cola and you want to be in front of him. There's kind of a um, an auction, if you will, that happens on the Internet in real time through Google. And and it will determine which ad is willing to pay the most to get in, in front of that person. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yep. And, well, yeah, like your so, Instagram, whenever you say, hey, uh, right here. Nike, boom! I'm gonna have eight thousand Nike yet. Right, coming my way. But you're right, Cappy. So in other words, it's the pre-roll that is valuable on some of this stuff that yeah. uh, some of this content that's out there. It's, it's the ads you like, see before. Like Mace. Well, yeah. like oh, you see no the doubt. ads on Twitter, right? People yeah. are posting so many posts before you see the video. You'll see a commercial, then the video. And yep. I'm, I, I just scroll past it. I don't want to see this highlight there. Yeah. Forget it. Like I was watching Hulu yesterday. I didn't realize my Hulu had the commercials. Oh yeah. man! I know yeah. what a hassle. Yeah. But you know, you know what the future though is, and I say the future. I don't mean like like this is the the biggest thing that's about to happen. But like just in our industry, you talk about YouTube, right? When we're on YouTube, like we are right now, when yep. we hit a break on radio, we hit a break on YouTube also. So what goes in there that fills that time on YouTube? We do a lot of promoting of events and things that are happening. True. The future will be this, and again, it's it's like a week away. Um, <laughs> it, it's not like far out in, in the future. The future is, okay, you're a company that works with 710. 
we put up your um, your QR code on our YouTube during a commercial break. Right. Somebody uses their phone, uses that QR code, goes directly to where they wanted to redirect them. There you go. So, I mean, that's... Yeah. John, your question's a good one. But, man, it's it's happening all around. Whole, whole new world. Yeah. Whole new world. Crazy. Just listen to 710 ESPN on the... Yeah, ESPN right. Just make your life right. easy. Get in your car and turn on 710. So, I don't think you'll mind me bringing this up, Mace, as we're wrapping up this show. You have not felt good all day. Correct. Looks you good. are debating... Whether or not you can stomach the Taylor Swift concert tonight, where are you I'm at? Here, bye. Uh, I am going. Good, good man. Why are you? Man. Oh, you don't like talking about it, Beto? Oh, Beto doesn't like. Talking <laughs> I'm actually, about I'm actually having horrible FOMO. I see all these celebrities and and even just regular dads with their daughters at all these Taylor Swift shows. My daughter so badly wanted to go. I didn't do anything to get her tickets. She got tickets for two shows tomorrow and Wednesday. Wow. Good for right? her, right? And I'm like, well. Are there any extras? Could I go? Yeah. Could I go? I saw Channing Tatum with like this, like bedazzled heart around his eye. I'm like, I want one of those. Yeah. Well, it's not too late, Cap. She's got a couple more shows. Right. So you got a chance. Anybody got a Tuesday or a Wednesday for Taylor Swift? My boy up. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody got one? My daughter told me I could buy an obstructed view seat for a thousand dollars today if I wanted that. Ouch. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. I will, Yo, who got a I, will, suite? I will have better than full, an obstructed Full review view. coming for Mace yeah, tomorrow. Full review tomorrow. All right, Cap, have a good show, man. Uh, Thanks, coming guys. up next for you is Cappy and Beto in for George Shadano. Complete report on Taylor Swift tomorrow, uh, plus everything else going on. See you at 1, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Bing, ba dum bum Bing ba da bop, do da da dee, be ba da bop ba da bop ba ka doom ba da bop. Go Cappy, go. Yeah. Get in that zone, Cappy. Ba da bop ba da bop. Get in there. Doom ba da bing. Get in that zone, Cap. Do 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 do. That's right. That's right. What's happening, my friend? I miss you. I haven't seen you in so long. You'll see me tomorrow, pal. Why? In fact, in fact. Why, pal? You know what we should do? We should start thinking about this twenty-four hours in advance. We should actually give ourselves some real prep time. We ought to think about a taco tour tomorrow night. No, nah, I'm going to the LAFC game. Oh, really? Yep. Well, maybe cut. I'll go. Maybe I'll go to the LAFC you game. You don't even know what too. it is. Who are they playing? <laughs> Leagues Cup uh, against Real Salt Lake. Okay. I'm in. Okay. May have to go tomorrow night. Uh, right. There's no parking, by the way. 
Why not? Because of the concert that's being held at uh, that area. Uh-huh. So there's no parking. So we got to. I'm I'm just gonna jump on a bird and go down there. Okay. Uh, what concert's going on? Oh, there was like some festival has been going on. I'm too oh. old for that one. I think. Okay, because like, I was like, well, Taylor Swift's a long ways away. Oh, yeah, no, ten miles south. Some festival that's over there, so there's no parking. So if you are going to the game tomorrow at Bank, uh, was it not Bank? It's BMO. Yeah, uh, be, go early and find somewhere to park because there's no parking in that area. All right, so let me just understand one thing though. Yeah, um, you're you're like really like out 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 on T Swizzle, correct? Don't, don't, I'm not. It's not even a bit. I just want to hear about it. So okay. don't even start with me. See, but I got FOMO now. That, well, then go. Then I'm gonna turn off my mic. I don't even want to talk about her at all. Why? What is your problem? All day with long on this damn station. It's just seven. Uh, why? What's up? Tell me. Let's talk about it, man. Relax. What's the problem? What What is the issue here? You're so You're so angry at her? No, I'm angry at everybody that just keeps talking about her. Oh, okay, I'm not gotcha. mad at her. I'm not gotcha. mad at her. Her talent. I'm, she's making all that money. Great for her. Good for her. But damn it, like enough here. Well, I'm just upset with her in general because. Well, then go um, talk to her. Well, I, well, I want to talk to her. Let's talk about your Padres right now. I do. Well, what about them? They, they, they're, well, they battle, bro. What about they're the Dodgers? terrible. Dodgers they're looking. Dodgers looking good. Yeah, the Dodgers look great. But wait a second. Let me just finish this oh, thought here. Right. I do I'm, have. I'm gonna turn off the mic. I, I'm I do even, have. I'm FOMO. not even gonna entertain this. Okay. Talk. Don't go, you don't go, have go to. For it's fine. Go for it. I'm gonna just say this out loud and get it off my chest. I have FOMO. Okay. I've seen a lot of dads with their daughters at Taylor Swift concerts, and they're all really into it. And I'm like, my daughter wanted tickets so badly, and I just was too cheap to buy them, number one. Number two, didn't like work hard to hey king anybody. And now she figured out on her own how to get to the concert tomorrow night and Wednesday night. And so very resourceful. This kid was not going to be denied. And now I feel like a horrible father. Horrible, as a matter of fact. So I'm having some serious FOMO about tomorrow night and Wednesday night. First of all, you're a great dad. Uh, you give your kids everything they want, so you're a great dad about that. So, so in this case, I'm I'm absolved from not getting Taylor Swift tickets. Cappy, you do everything and above and beyond for those kids. Cap, why are you trying to lie when you already told us that your daughter is going to not one but two Taylor Swift shows in LA this week? No lie, just said it. Just literally said it. Thirty I know, seconds. So then, why ago. are you saying am I a bad dad for not getting her tickets? You no, no, because she already got them. Because Cap, you can pay college be tuition with, with that. All right, I should be going with this child. Or I should be, well, she's like go. every other dad on well, Instagram. That's not her, right? right for not inviting no. you? No, she invited, no, I didn't go. Anyway, listen. <laughs> All I'm saying is this. I got FOMO now, Beto. I got FOMO. You, you don't want to entertain Taylor Swift. You don't want to hear about Taylor Swift, but I want to say one thing to Taylor Swift if she's listening right now, and everybody is, so I assume she is as well. T-Swizz, my girl, yo, when you charge $700, $800, a $1,000 for a ticket, man, that ain't my 16-year-old daughter buying that. That's me, sister. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. What happened to, like, old school, like $30 tickets to go see your favorite artist perform at a concert? Come on. What's Cap, the you deal? want to know it's crazy. If you think hmm. that's expensive, Drake tickets are, like, now that's out of control. twice as much. Nuh-uh. If not Drake is out of control. Yeah. But then again, that's in every concert in general, man. Everything is expensive these days. It's all relative. How much is Drake? A lot. And where's he playing? Crypto. When? Well, I don't know. I ain't couple, going. I can't afford it. A couple hundred dollars just to get in. Yeah. Wow. Like, I Come think on, Drake. Every, every, like every concert bucks. you're going to go to, it doesn't matter. Everything's expensive. Come on, Drake. I mean, My you, Canadian Hebraic hermano. Come on, dude, man. Just, come on. Cappy, going to a baseball game is expensive. Yeah, I know. You're right. That's why I got a Hey King, you know? So, uh, so Beto, speaking of baseball. There we go, Cappy. What's up, man? You dude. sound fresh, man. You sound fresh. You all, I've been off for a few days. You yeah, know? you need that break because you yeah. grind. You yeah. really do grind. Even though you came back and I saw you Saturday doing a little special Padre talk, man. 
Well, I do have a uh, television <laughs> commitment, and it it does take me all of about ten minutes. Oh, to it's record. a TV commitment. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay, yeah. cool. Get paid, baby. Get paid. Well, any look, here's the thing, man. Like I'm watching the Dodgers, and and look, I, I tried to explain this to Padre fans earlier in the year. Stop acting like you've done something. And I would always say it like this, Beto. Stop acting like you're the Lakers until you become the Lakers. No. When you put up three, four, five championship banners and you can breathe in the same air as the Patriots and the Lakers and the Yankees and all the great franchises, the Dodgers. I mean, but why is that really you... how Padre fans are acting? Oh, I, I definitely thought like coming into this season, like when you have a guy like Tatis, who's at a big fan event, you know, like a fan fest event, mm-hmm. and he says things like, I don't care who we're going to play because we're going to win the World Series no matter who we play. I love that. Fans- I love that because if I'm rooting for whatever team and my guy says that, I love that. Now, the Padres should have been happy in March. They did win the offseason. But what about in May and June? Were the fans still acting like that? Um, I would say that uh, the disappointment is is there, okay. and yet there's no penalty. In other words... Every game, completely sold out, jam-packed. Well, that's kind of what San Diego is, right? Well, that's all they've got. You're going to support them no matter what. Right. That's what they've got. And so everybody turned but, their I mean, attention from they're... the Chargers to the Padres, and that's what everybody's invested in. But my goodness, like, But, Cap, me, they're in the race. Why wouldn't they? They are? They're three and a half out of the wild card spot. Yeah, I mean, I guess Why? Why would you? It. You're really going to give up on your team because they're three and a half out of the wild card spot? The Dodgers, who are in first place, they sold out last Thursday against the Reds. I, I no giveaway, no nothing, and they're, that's a good team. And then, you know, you go and check that out. Can like I, you, you, it's the summer. You're going to support your teams. I just want to say that. What, what did Cleveland do? Cleveland alert. There we go. Mm-hmm. What I knew ahead of they time. traded their best pitcher at the deadline when they're one game out of first place. So you know what's interesting? The Cubs were sellers at the trade deadline, and now they're in the wild card race. They're like tied for a wild card spot. That's hmm. why it's tough to decide. Yeah, the Angels were buyers, and they're done. Yeah, horrible. Just spiraling. Oh, see that that, that, oh, we saw that coming. We said it was. The best thing for the Angels to be doing was that the trade deadline was losing. But now they went all in, they pushed in, and oh my goodness. Well, I'll just say this about this Dodgers-Padres four-game series that the Dodgers won three out of four down in San Diego. Dude, I for one can't get enough of it. Because for all the talk and all the bravado and all the spending – and for all the years of telling everybody, we can't keep up with those guys. They make too much TV money. We'll never play in the same league as those guys. All of a sudden, you're out spending the Dodgers. But, man, they're just working you over at your home in front of your sold-out place, man. Um, it just it comes back to bite you, Beto, is all I'm saying. When you talk too much... Because well, really? Cappy. No, no, because Cappy. Really, listen, when the Padres You and the I Dodgers, both we both love the cocky athlete. Come on. Oh, I don't. No, oh, I don't. don't at all. You really? No, I don't. Really? I no, I was very, very turned off Are at you the beginning of the year. Getting off my long guy? Are you I, back in the day? You don't like cocky ad- athletes? I don't like guys who talk a lot of crap before they ever do anything. Oh my goodness. It's like, like do oh, something. Okay, so hit a home run and put your bat down and walk oh, around. Oh no, I have no problem act with Act like you've with been there flipping. before? No, no, I have no problem. That's no, 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 no. I'm not an act like you've been there before because right. of bat flipping. I'm a don't tell everybody how great you are until you prove how great you are. Oh, tell me all day long. I guess uh, I've been around too many uh, boxers that just tell me how amazing they are. Mm-hmm. But it is good to see when one of them dudes gets knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, all I'm saying is is that the Dodgers, complete destruction. I mean, last night... That's a great uh, thing for the Dodgers, too. I mean, Lance Because Lynn, that right there, because if the Padres get into the playoffs and they face the Dodgers, 
that's still a very dangerous team. The Padres in a playoff series, still dangerous, Cappy. So Could if you're they? The, no, they will be. If they make it, which I don't think they will. Cap, they're three and a half to get back. Beto, I'm just telling you, man, I just look at this entire season, and I say this team can't put together a winning streak of more than three games. Okay. You know, th- this is a team that when you when you you win a series and you're starting to feel good about yourself, then you go and you turn around and you lose to a lowly Colorado team. Yeah, it happens it, in baseball all the time. I got it, but what I'm saying is, is I just don't know that this team is going to turn it on at the right time and and make a run. They may. It's I mean, good. they keep relying on you know the Braves last year at this time were this same record exactly and they went on to win the World but, Series. But look at the Dodgers. Lance Lynn eating up innings for you. This Dude, was Lance a really Lynn is more good, than eating up innings. Yeah. He was good. Really good weekend series for the Dodgers, taking three or four in San Diego, a team that they could possibly play in the playoffs if the Padres were to get in. And you go and you bury them, and you're just like, uh huh, push them back even more. No chance of winning the West for the Padres. The Dodgers are comfortably in the West, which is good. That's what you need to have. And that's why the Dodgers, with this team that had a bunch of rookies in the beginning of the year, now they found the veterans that they can make at the trade deadline. You're not saying, oh, my God, this is the favorite. We're going to the World Series. But, damn it, this wasn't the team that anybody picked to win the West. And look what they're doing right now. I love it. Good, so do I. good for Dodger fans and, right and, now. And you know how you know how Dodger fans were talking, and a lot of people have asked this question. You know, hey, are the Dodgers good enough to win a World Series with what they've got? You know, did the Dodgers do enough at the trade deadline to win a World Series? And people go, no, they haven't. Well, you know what? Hold on a second. Kershaw's expected to be back later this week. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about Bueller possibly coming back before this regular season ends. Maybe they know that. You know, I would think they would. Um, and maybe they thought reinforcements were coming. But I mean, I'm there wasn't sure much out there on those to guys. buy. There's not much out there to buy. But what I'm saying is, is that when everybody says, "Is this team good enough to win a World Series with what they've got?" Like I look at the Dodgers, and I think this may be one of the better Dodger teams with lesser talent in the last five or six years because this is a grittier team. Oh, I knew you were going with the grit right? word. I, I love knew grit. It. I, I knew love. It. I'm, see, I'm I, a grit guy. You're, see, yeah, yeah see, you are. That's... See, I'm not. I'm not a get off my lawn guy, but I'm a big grit guy. Yeah. Big grit big guy. Big grit guy. Yeah. Big into grit. A, get your lunch pail and let's just yeah. go to work in the steel right. mine. Right. Let's go. Right. Let's get in that steel town. I'm grit. Yeah. You you are a pit panther. All grit. All grit. Rawr. All the time. Yeah. Let's go, Captain. You know it. You yeah. know it, Beto. You, you, Mammoth got you fresh, baby. You saw that woolly mammoth up there, didn't you? I did. I took, you a, took a picture with him and everything. Hey, I there, did. There's a horror around there, right? When you come back with that woolly mammoth touch, you're like, mmm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, you see that tusk out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it felt. It, it <clears throat> felt that good to ski in August. But I will tell you this, Beto. Yeah, let's go. I made one mistake, one giant mistake on this vacation. Okay? I took a three-day vacation, and I made one giant mistake. I want your analysis of this mistake coming right back. It's Sedano <laughs> you and really Cap. You really do? You yes, really I do? do. Uh... It's Sedano and Cap. Yes, we're on radio on hey, 7 Hey, Funchy's in here, baby. Hey, Funchy's in the house. Uh Lindsay Baseball's in the house. We're on YouTube today, so everybody stay right where you are. Beto's analysis of the mistake coming back on Sedano and Cap. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Put the whole crew back together a little bit later on this week. As a matter of fact, hey, Beto, I don't know if, what you got planned on Friday. Ah, uh, math, long way I know, away. I know it is, but the reason I wanted to mention it right now is because I want people to mark their calendars for this, oh. and it's Monday, and I want everybody to like put it in their head, you know, put it on their phone. This Friday, mm-hmm. myself, Shidano, mm-hmm. Lindsay Baseball, mm-hmm. you're very much invited, um, and everybody else in the Circle of Trust should come on out. It's the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino. We're going to do a live broadcast this Friday. Oh, nice. Seven. But nice. listen to this. There's a uh, professional competitive eater by the name of Matt Stoney. Wait, hold on. Let me Google this. Matt Stoney is going to attempt to set a world record to eat as many of these 22-inch mega dogs as possible in 15 minutes. 22 inches, Beto. Okay? Um, If he eats 10 of them, that's 220 inches of glizzy. Right, going so down. Matthew Kai Stoney. That's right. Uh, 31 years old from San Jose. Go Sharks. Uh, he won the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 5'8". Okay. This L- Friday. dude. Yeah, this Friday at Yamava, this dude, who is a world-class competitive eater, is going to try and put down as many 22-inch mega dogs as possible in 15 minutes. Now, these mega dogs... They're freaking ridiculously gigantic. Oh, man. You know, Stoney, you know, his major league eating debut. You were there for that night, right, right Cap? When he made Which his one? debut? Which one was that? Oh, back in Stockton in 2011 when he won the fried asparagus contest. Uh-huh. Oh, remember that day? We, we were there. Fried oh. asparagus, yeah. Yeah. And then in hmm. 2010, back when that fantastic lobster roll eating contest in New Hampshire. Yeah. Oh, my God. We knew that, we knew that kid was going to be somebody. It's like watching a, somebody at Ranch Cucamonga or Lake Elsinore. You're like, that kid's going to be in the pros one day. Mm-hmm. That's what he did. Bunch of canaries in Stockton. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> no. Did you know that? <laughs> no, that's what Conor McGregor said to Nate Diaz, because that's where Nate Diaz is. Oh, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. The 209. You know? I, I, right. Cappy, I do not mess with Stockton people at all, man. Yeah. They are different. Oh, hey, by the <laughs> way, <are> different. <laughs> Stoney's got to deal with fr- TGF Fridays. Oh, really? He's got Stony Bulls. Rice and Pokeballs. All right. This guy sounds cool, man. Dude, he's going to be, be there, there Friday. Friday. Friday at Yamaha. He's going to put down these 22-inch glizzies. Oh, my God. He's, he's going to be unbelievable. Board. He's won the Nathan Hot, hot yeah, Dog. He won in 2015. Yeah. 62 hot dogs. Yeah. So wow. was it. He beat Joey Chestnut. Damn. Uh, 62 to it 60. It had to be the last time he lost, right? Yeah. Chestnut, yeah. Yeah. So he's um, uh, he's fifth in the world right now in eating. Okay. He's uh, the fifth-ranked eater in the world. 
It can't be. This is, uh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia. It's like when you yeah. look up an athlete and they have mm-hmm. all these accomplishments, personal life, and then college and pros. You know, 2017, 2020. Oh my gosh. He had four pounds of Halloween candy in six minutes in 2020. Hey, where'd he play college ball? Uh, mi- he went to Mission College. Mission College? Yeah. They got a really good eating program. Mission there? College, you know, right here in the, in the Valley, man, does a good job, bro. Yeah. LA, LA Mission. Dude, they turn out a lot of pro eaters. Oh, yeah. Oh, Cappy in 2014. Yeah. He went to McDonald's, had a Happy Meal. Yeah. The record for the fastest Happy Meal. Guess how long it took him? Like 10 seconds. 15.2. Really? Cheeseburger, yeah. fries, and, uh, and a drink? The Happy Meal, yep. Man, this guy, this guy's a This guy's good. He's, Listen, he's, he's an, he's an accomplished guy. Oh, oh, oh my, I just read that. I scrolled down right here. What happened? Oh, 2021. Yeah. He had a 20,000 calorie burger called the Heart Attack Grill. Four minutes and 10 seconds. What is wrong with this guy? Damn. This guy's going to put down like at least 20 glizzies. Okay. How about this? In 2015, he ate, um, 103 carne asada tacos in eight minutes. Oh, this guy's good. That was in San Jose. I don't know if he could go with those tacos. <laughs> well, the baseball. same year though. Hey, Cappy, here it yeah. is. You're Florida people. Yeah. In 2015. Yeah. Florida. Uh, in Daytona Beach. Yeah. 182 slices of bacon. Ooh. Five minutes. Damn. Damn this guy. Hey, Lindsay, are you going to watch this guy put down these 22-inch glizzies? I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> Good pro. Go produce him. You know. So he's yeah. going to be on the show? Yeah, he's going to be on the show. And then what we're going to do is, George, because as you know, Sedano really takes a lot of pride in being able to call play-by-play of any sporting event. Oh, yeah. And Sedano will do the play-by-play of Stoney trying to eat as many 22-inch glizzies as he can. That's fantastic. Yamava Friday. Put it in your calendars, people. Like, like, like my good friend uh, Rompope told me today. He's my what caddy. He's my caddy. I was playing with him. Go check him out on my Instagram story. Rompope? Uh, yeah, Rompope. Uh, Rompope. Uh, he, he's Ron. He was wearing a, a Las Vegas uh, County Jail t-shirt today while we are golfing. But anyways, yeah. as he said today, you know what, Bethel? You know what I like about you? I only hang out with... Guys with the blue check mark. Yeah. So that's us right now. We only bring the blue check marks out to 710 ESPN. Because this dude right here, Stoney, yeah. Yeah. Cappy, we were talking about YouTube during Crosstalk. Mm-hmm. On his YouTube page, mm-hmm. he has 16 million subscribers. Damn, come on. Total views, about 3.5 billion views. This on guy's YouTube. getting paid. He's making bank. Stoney, baby. Mission Junior College? That's what. That's what's up. Go to junior college, people. They'll teach you how to become a something. <laughs> wow, man, this is. I got. I'm checking out his youth. I'm. I'm gonna subscribe, Matt. I'm. I'm a new subscriber. There it is. Wow. Blue check marks only, baby. That's what we do, Cappy. All right, we'll be there on Friday. Yamava. All the reason to come out to watch this guy try and put down as many 22 inch glizzies as he can. Wait, all right, we'll so see you guys. You're gonna there. have Stony with mm-hmm. the circle of trust. That's right. Oh, dude, how about if Stony like does battle on these glizzies? Like get everybody else, get Crypto Ray involved. Get dead meow. Get little Cappy <laughs> pounding glizzy. No, 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 no. Stop with the little Cappy. You have to. Little Cappy's cool, man. No, no, no. Little Cappy cool. He's done. No, he little Cappy cool. Yeah. Uh. So Beto, I made a little bit of a vacation mistake. Give me some oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Beto analysis on this. You ready? <laughs> All right. I've calmed down for the t- Taylor Swift stuff. All right. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm in a good mood right now. So here it goes, man. So um, I went to Mammoth on Wednesday. Lovely. Left the perfect time, like noonish. Was there oh. by six p.m. I mean, I was flying, dude. Um, by the way, Rachel got this killer car that I, I drive all the time. It's, it's her car, but I drive it, dude. Okay. And it's badass and it flies and it, it's kind of like, it's like a half a Porsche and a half a Hummer. It's like, it's like a, 
luxury car, but it's also like a four-wheel drive vehicle. And you just start okay, pushing okay. buttons, you know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm hauling ass. We get up there, right? Um, and, and we're there Wednesday, and the festival starts on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and the festival ended yesterday, and we're just on the couch watching this Dodgers-Padres game yesterday, mm-hmm. and we're just zonked out. And we were realizing we're leaving tomorrow morning. So I left at 8 o'clock this morning so I could be back to get on the radio with you I think from now on, I gotta have like a day to be home to chill and try and reorganize. Well, you need a vacation from the vacation. See, but I have this kind of weird guilt. Like my dad was the kind of guy that if we went away for a weekend, Sunday morning at 6 a.m., he was waking everybody up. He's like, let's go. Let's go. Gotta go. Gotta get home. Gotta get back. Got things to do before Monday morning. Let's go. Yeah. And I was like, but dad, it's like, it's like two hours away. Can't we like leave at like three o'clock in the afternoon? Can't we have the day? He's like, no, let's go. I got things to do. Let's go. Yeah, he ain't wrong. I'm on your dad's side. Yeah, I know. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to not be like that right now. I'm trying to like, hey, you know what? I'll get back tomorrow. So I think it's a bad idea. What do you think? Do so you, do why you did you stay day? an extra day? Why did I? Yeah. Because that's what Rachel decided we were doing. Okay. So yeah. What's the question? I think the question is: You have do no you, choice, can, right? No, I didn't really have very much choice. <laughs> I didn't because apparently you guys were all out. Lindsay, were you at training camp on Saturday? Yes, I was. And apparently Mason brought up that he he was able to like either buy into horses or he finally gets his massage chair. Yeah, he took the chair. And somehow, what well, did he take the chair? No, no, no. Did, what happened was Juan told him he could not spend the 20 grand or whatever it was for the horse so he asked him okay well if we can't do the 20 grand for the horse can i get my massage chair because it's like 10 grand and he said okay so you mean to tell me that juan who i thought fell in love with del mar that day beto i thought juan would easily be yes let's get into horse racing ownership and instead he he decided no horses he only wants massage chairs (sighs) i don't think that i mean i think he thinks it's a lot of money it's a big risk or something you you think It is. It's a huge risk. It's flushing money down the toilet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, make no mistake. I tell people, I'm like, yo, you're probably not going to get any of this money back. It's just for fun. Yeah. So throw it away or I can get me a nice massage chair. Yeah. I mean, pretty simple. I'd take the chair, too. Yeah. No, I think it's a much better play. I think it's a much better play. Yeah. You know know what they could have done is they could have said, well, hey, we'll put in the 20. We'll wind up getting 15 back. We'll take the five in cash. And then we'll, we'll get the massage chair. Maybe. Maybe they get fifteen back. Maybe they get zero back. Yeah, well, that's and then that's they hate you. A possibility. Hey, have you ever had anybody buy into your uh, good great friend's uh, stable and like hate you afterwards when they get no money back? Um, no, I can't think of a time where we didn't return some money. There have been years where like, hey, twenty turned into twenty-two, and there have been other years where twenty turned into five, and people were like not happy about that, and then they didn't come back the following year. Uh huh. And then we wind up having a good year, and they're like, why didn't I come back this year? I'm like, because. Yeah. Yeah, because you got no guts. Because you're gutless. Because you're gutless. So, what's really? your vacation question? You, 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 the question is: Do you do you have to come back a day early to give yourself time? Yes. Or can you come back and go right back to work on the same day? No. <laughs> Who, yes. You're the Who only does person that? that I know that does that. Kid. Not everybody works at four. You know, like, and when you do come back from vacation, you're tired. That's why I say you need a vacation from the vacation. You need to recover. This is why when you leave Vegas after a bender, not anymore, but younger days, you always need to leave early. You got to get out right away from Vegas. If not, 
it's gonna suck you up and then you're drained. Then the long, if you're driving the long road back and you, next thing you know, you're like, damn it, Zizik's road is too damn far. Cause when you're going to Vegas, Zizik's road, woo, let's take a picture, baby. Yeah, let's go. We're there. We're there. On the drive back, we're like, damn, we're barely at Zizik's. I know. We're oh, not moving. We're not oh, going to get home. Our stuff's so far away, man. <laughs> when are they building that train? Right. Uh, so no, Cappy, you always need to come back early from vacation just so you can get ready for the next day. If you're a functioning adult with a functioning job. Yep. If you're a degenerate well, like me, you can come back whenever you want. Yeah. I think of myself as a relatively functioning adult with a relatively functioning job. Yes. And somehow I was able to pull it off today. But let me tell you something. Oh, the you're stressed. Oh, so you're going to see what show goes till 630. Yeah, you're gassed. Now I'm good. Man. I'll be ready. Great. I'll be ready at 530. Okay. Well, hey, coming up, I'll tell you this <laughs> right Cappy, now. Cappy, me and you, 530. We got a new show. Yeah. Because Cappy's going to, oh. I'm going to fade, huh? Let's oh, see right, if I right, do. right now you're on adrenaline. Yeah, I am on adrenaline. Yeah. That and caffeine. That's right. Yeah. You're, hey, uh, coming up, I, I want to talk about Anthony Davis's new contract, but I'm going to wait for everybody to get done with work, get in their car, be stuck in traffic, and then hit that story. But coming up next, Beto, the complete destruction of one of the all-time great conferences in college sports, and it happened right in front of our eyes here in L.A. Stick around. We're back to it. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beto, uh, would you rather see the Bee Gees or Taylor Swift? Bee Gees all day. All day, every day? Yeah. All day, every day? Yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Funchy, Bee Gees, Taylor Swift, T-Swizzle? Probably Bee Gees, because two of them are dead. Oh, so then you'd, you'd like to see those guys, huh? Yeah. You, know, you want to see the dead people, be, huh? Yeah, it'd be interesting. Baseball, you uh, you going to T-Swizz? Um, I'm going to pick Taylor Swift only because I'm... Kind of in the same boat as you, Cap, where, like, I don't necessarily feel like I have FOMO, but, like, I want to know what all the hype's about. Like, I yeah, want to know too. what the big deal is. Like, right, what? like, I'm not even into the music, right. necessarily. I just want to I mean, know what the show is. Such a great show. Like, we have to see it. I just want to know, like, what it is that Taylor Swift does right. that hypnotizes my daughter. Right. Just go on Instagram. People are live streaming. It's not that hard to find. Oh, really? I've not no. seen anybody live streaming it. Okay, I'll do that. Just do Google, or, I mean, just put in the... Cer- no, nah, forget it. All right. <laughs> All right, forget it. I mean, I feel like I saw enough pictures and like photos to feel like, okay, there's something I'm missing here. It looks like a regular concert to me. Yeah, like it's know, nice. Man. It's a great nah. set and everything. It, it looks just... amazing from the last row that everybody's posting from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all those people that are going to nosebleeds because that's all they can afford. Yeah. I just feel. I'm just telling you, better. There's a part of me, and I, I know you're a girl dad too. But I got three of these things, and I, I, and my little one who things? really, 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 and my girl, you know, <laughs> my girl. I got three of these things, you know. And my, my youngest one who really wants to go so bad, dude. And she found her way because she's a, res- a resourceful little thing. How about that? And she, and she's going and I'm like, God, I feel like I want to go with her. Like I see Channing Tatum with that thing over his eye with his daughter. I'm like, I want to do that with my daughter. So I guess you don't have that same feeling. 
you and your daughter. Your daughter, yeah. I want to go? No, I'm proud of her for not wanting to even listen to Taylor Swift. Really? Yeah. Well, Cap, since your your daughter already has tickets, maybe yeah. maybe like what if you and I scrounged up tickets? Can we go and we can just you know? All right, I'm still waiting for, for somebody enough to call me tomorrow, Tuesday or Wednesday. Extension. Let's somebody go. who got a suite. Somebody's got Derek a suite. Why has it got to be a suite? Well, because there's usually somebody who's got a suite's got like 20 tickets and somebody bails. Oh, okay. That's all. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Anyways. Well, Anthony Davis, I want to get to better. Like Play I said, I want to wait. 12. I want to. Yeah, I do. I want to wait for everybody oh. to get out of work, get in their car, be stuck in traffic, and then we'll get to the Anthony Davis story. But. This Pac-12 story over the course of the weekend, let me start off by asking everybody a question. And this is not rhetorical. Like, is anybody surprised? Like, like as soon as USC and UCLA left, did you think that, that the, the Pac-12 was going to go recruit San Diego State and SMU and those schools were going to replace USC and UCLA? Uh, uh, no. They should have done something. They should have been contingent. Like, okay, let's go find something. But, but my question would be this. What would be attractive enough to keep the Pac-12 alive? Because here's, because to me, Cappy is better than having no conference. Well, I know, but here, but here's what I'm saying. San Diego at. State, fun. Let's go. You find no, something no, there. No, oh, it's no, not. No. Okay, no, it's not going to no. be the Pac-12, but Cappy, let's go. You still have a conference. No, no. But what I'm getting at is, is that wasn't San Diego it obvious? State, UNLV, let's go. No, no. But wasn't it obvious from the beginning? Tell me if I'm wrong here. Didn't everybody assume? That Oregon has a brand and has money and, and will be in control of their own destiny. And Washington Oregon, Oregon is, is small market, small market. No, no, I know, but take TV out of it for no, a no, second. No, even TV. Like, if you're a kid, do you really want to go somewhere where you're not going to go play in LA? Uh, where you're not going to get, ex- you, where you're not, you not going to get exposure? What Oregon does? Do you not see yeah, how th- successful they are? Those kids that go to Oregon go because they're going to come to LA and play. That's the only reason they go there? A lot of it. See, to me, because I think they, kids go to Oregon because they, they see, they go, no, here's this high-flying offense, and here's these cool uniforms, and here's these amazing look, facilities. And, I want to play here. Yeah, and we still go to big cities to get exposure. I, I feel like Oregon is one of those Oregon, teams that's here, kind of an some exception of selling, to a rule. Here's the selling point for Oregon coaches can do, and I've seen this and I've heard this. Hey, you'll be able to go play at SC and UCLA, two games for your parents to see you. Yeah, that, there's flight. no doubt. That yeah. When they recruit Southern California, that's obviously a Absolutely. selling point. If you but don't what, have that, now, mm, different. No, no, but what I'm saying is is that If they Oregon, were staying in the Pac-12. Right, Oregon and Washington. Cannot be your number one and two in your conference. But but they were the two most attractive teams remaining in the Pac-12. Yes, and so, that's why they're gone. And Exactly, because, listen. Nobody wants like, Washington State and Oregon yes, State. right. And frankly, people don't even want Cal and Stanford. Not really. I mean, there's, there's this rumor about the ACC wants to pick up the scraps of the Pac-12. Cal and Stanford, what are you getting? I, listen, you're getting Stanford, a, you're getting in the San Francisco market, TV which, market, which is whatever. Which I look at and I think, well, that's a very big television market. Yet San Francisco, the TV market, really, it's not a huge Cal Stanford supporter nah, in terms of TV ratings. The ACC schools aren't exactly on the same par education-wise. As Stanford and Cal. Oh, I would disagree. I would say that really? Duke, North Carolina, Virginia are very much on the same as, as Stanford and, and, and Cal. Okay. Duke, yeah. North Carolina, no? I don't know. Are they just Virginia, no? Uh, Virginia, I know they have a law school. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is this, though. We watched one of the great conferences fall apart in the history of college. I'm going to use football. We can talk basketball, too, but I'm just concentrating on football for a second. We watched one of the great conferences with great brands, amazing history, incredible players, huge victories, just fall apart. The the Pac-12 got left behind. Isn't that an amazing thing? Mm, that's surprising, though. 
Not surprising at all. Not surprising because they didn't do anything about it. Cappy, when was the last time you saw a Pac-12 network game at a bar? Uh, can't can't think of of watching the Pac-12 no. network. And th- th- was no no offense to all of our friends who who do games on the on those channels. <laughs> yeah, I, I said the other day I've applied for jobs there, having never watched the, the network. Yeah, you know, uh, JB Long, good friend. Yep, would love to watch JB Long. Can't yep. know where to find him. There's a lot of people affected by the demise of the Pac-12 behind the scenes where they mm-hmm. work at the Pac-12 network. Think about this, Cappy. You know, Pac-12 referees get a lot of flack, you mm-hmm. know, because you know, they're suspects sometimes. But well, now, sus, huh? Hell yeah. is sus. But now those officials where mm-hmm. the Pac-12, if you're working a Pac-12 conference as an official, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, whatever it is, that's prestige, right? Yeah, for sure. Where are they going? They're going to get out, right? The people that work, if we can go on SC and UCLA games, the people that work behind the scenes, there's a lot of people that are going to be out of work because they're the pack, the conference is demised, right? There's a lot of people affected. Like we, we look at just what we see on TV, but there's a lot of behind the scenes people that are trying to figure out exactly what the heck is next. Man. Well, I mean, think about, you think about people who are trying to figure out what's next. If you're Oregon State, Washington State, Cal, Stanford, you are trying to figure out like what just happened here because USC and UCLA left and then Colorado went back to where they kind of really belonged. Yeah. And I then, mean, really we're crying. We're like, Oh, Colorado left. No. What did they it, ever do besides it's get nothing? Dion. They did nothing besides but, get Dion. But, but what they, what they did though is they're, they're a bottom feeder and they left. Yeah. They jumped ship before anybody else. I mean, outside of USC and UCLA. But we saw this, Cappy. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. Like and they, the thing is, nobody's really going, Oh wow, the Pac 12 is done. What happened? We saw this coming. When SC and UCLA went to the Big Ten, what did they do? Nothing. And but but Beto, I got to just say, I don't Nothing. know that San Diego State and SMU would have been impactful enough to make Washington and Oregon go. Oh, wait a second, hold on. They, maybe not they got rid of USC enough. and UCLA, maybe, but we got San Diego State and SMU. I want to stick around. But maybe not impactful enough, but enough to keep you here. I don't think so, man. I mean, you you, you got to bring your you got to know what you are. You are no longer a Pac-12 elite school. You're no longer a Pac-5, uh, you know, big conference. Power 5 conference, a yeah. Power 5 conference. Mm-hmm. But hey, nothing wrong with being a, a a Big West. Oh no, it is something. There is something way wrong with being the Big West. If you're the Pac-12, I mean, and you, you know what I'm and saying? You've been like, the Big Time and now you become the Big West yeah, but, of the but, Mountain but, West. You're but, garbage. But those schools weren't that. Those schools were just happy to be in the mix no and collect money. But you're just if those uh, like an Arizona take, yep. away, take away basketball, you know, an Oregon State. You're just happy to be in the conference where you can go get shellacked by a big boy school every now and then no, and compete is, with it. There is no doubt that Washington State, uh, Oregon State, maybe to a lesser degree, Arizona State, um, Utah was happy to be there, even Absolutely. though they've been really successful in football. But but again, USC, UCLA leave. OK, fine. Colorado leaves, you're like, Man. wow, bottom feeders leaving. I, I didn't and then, even know they were here. Right. And then wait, and then Utah, Arizona, and Arizona State are all gone. What's left? And you go Stanford, Cal, Oregon State, Washington State. Nobody wants them. And yeah, and Stanford and Cal, they're if you're going to Arizona State, you're probably not getting into Stanford or Cal. Like there's a reason you're not going to Stanford or Cal. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I gotta say, I mean, even this this notion that the ACC think about it, Clemson, uh, Miami. Florida State, Pitt, Boston College, Syracuse, Virginia Tech. They, why would they want to talk to Cal and Stanford? And by the way, why would they want to talk to Oregon State and Washington State? Because there's other people leaving. It's all, it, this isn't done right now. Oh no, man. And it's, this is why, like, look, we're older now and 
the way we grew up, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, it was a pack eight once. It became a pack ten. It became a pack twelve. It, it changes all the dang time. I people are like you don't get nostalgic about a conference. No, you're not like oh let me go buy a pack twelve conference T-shirt. Like save it. Like this is the SEC. That's what they do, and they continue to expand. Right? People take pride in SEC football. SEC football sucks a lot of times. It's six to three at three yards in a cloud of dust sometimes. Like we've watched way too many CBS games with Vern Lundquist. You're like this is like fantastic. And then they what they do? They adapt it right. They moved I love around. Vern Lundquist, by the oh, way. Great, what a name. Uncle Vern. What a great what job. a voice. Love exactly. Vern Lundquist. Loved yeah. him on college football. Loved him on golf. Everything. <laughs> and then here comes Vern Lundquist. I couldn't even tell you like a, an analyst that Vern Lundquist worked with. That's how much I just loved him doing play-by-play. Hey, Vern at the Masters? So good. Oh, yeah, man. We just get one of the holes, like I think like the 14th hole or something like that, and like, oh, toss over to Vern Lundquist. Right. Like, what? Let's go over to Vern Lundquist yeah. in the 14th. That's, what a great name. Yeah, it really is. Hey, real quickly, um, Hollywood Park Casino. Let's go. And today is Fantasy Monday on 710. Okay, so look, I just want everybody listening all day long because August 18th at Hollywood Park Casino, you're going to party with the entire 710 crew. Keep listening all day. It is a Fantasy Monday on 710 with Hollywood Park Casino. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, and draft. All right, let's get to some of this Anthony Davis stuff. What we all need to know is next. Beto's in for Sedano. Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.